Hello, world, and thank you for joining me today. This is Shelley Shearer, and you are listening to the podcast Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda, where if I've experienced it, I'm going to share it with you. If I've learned it, I'm going to tell you about it, and always some education along the way. Hello, world. Shelley Shearer here, and welcome to the show. I am back after a week's vacation in Puerto Vallarta, which was more or less a gift. Guys, I want to talk today about opportunities because you know what? There's so many of them in life, but if you do not have the mindset to be aware of them, to accept them, you are missing out so greatly in your life. So I want to talk a little bit about that today. Um, We were gifted uh, this spectacular vacation. We paid our airfare and our, our, our... carrying costs while we were there, but the actual accommodation was more or less gifted in this beautiful five-star resort down in Punta Mita, which is about an hour outside of Puerto Vallarta. And it was exceptional. You know what? I haven't stayed in a beautiful resort like that in years, and it was just so lovely. It was actually a private villa inside of a Four Seasons resort. So not only did you get that five-star service and having the resort at the end of the road, you just tootle down on your little golf cart, and staff to look after you and someone to come and clean and clean your bathroom every day. But you actually were in a home. You know, it felt like a home. Years ago, Keith and I, my husband, when we were doing our investing, had this gorgeous oceanfront condo in a place called Uculet. Now, Vancouver Island is basically the outside edge of British Columbia, Canada, and Long Beach, basically after that, it's Japan. Okay, there's no, no more land masses after that. And so you've got that whole open ocean, watching the whales from your front doorstep type idea, which is just quite honestly spectacular. And it was a wonderful gift to us at the time. Is it another opportunity that was presented to us? And we took full advantage of it, shared it with everyone we knew. Just, it was just an experience of a lifetime. And then we had to sell it because uh, it still was an investment over time, but we enjoyed it for those three, four years that we had it to, to the nth degree. And that was, oh my goodness, that's been gone out of our life for six or seven years now. Maybe, yeah, about seven years. And coming to this place, it just brought that all back, all those wonderful memories. Although I enjoy vacationing, um, I don't really enjoy eating in restaurants every day. So some people do. So for instance, being in an all-inclusive or on a cruise, which I thoroughly do enjoy at times, do not get me wrong, because those types of places I can pick and choose. Uh, But just having that, having to eat out every day, that just doesn't work for me. So being in this gorgeous home where I rolled out of bed, had this beautiful soaker tub to soak my pains away and go upstairs and have a full kitchen and outdoor patio and a private pool for when, you know, you just don't want to be around people. Again, gift, just an absolute gift. And we went away with two other couples that we were very well uh, matched personality-wise and really enjoyed our time. One of the couples we didn't know because it was the, we were the common, the couple that invited us was the commonality. So why are opportunities important? Let me tell you a little story of what happened in my life. Uh, and then maybe this might make a little sense to you about coming back around now to where I am in my life now. So I am 52 years of age, turning 53. I've had a lot of great experiences in my life. But probably the number one advantage that I was able to take a um, really, sorry, what's the word I'm looking for? Opportunity that I was willing, I was able, my apologies, to really partake in because of just good planning in in a bit of a sense was the first house, not home that I've ever owned, but a first house that I purchased outright myself. And that 
set the stage for a whole bunch of other amazing opportunities. But let me tell you, it starts with being available. So first off, I talk a lot on this podcast about choice, mindset, how that has to change or nothing in your life will change. If you always do what you've always done, you will always get what you've always got. Pretty sure that's a Jim Rohn quote. If not, and it's Zig Ziglar, I apologize, but pretty sure it's Jim Rohn. Those words are very true. Plus, I speak a lot about uh, an abundance mentality, maybe even what you might want to call the law of attraction or prayer or the universe. If you have a poverty mentality and a constant mentality of want and need, opportunities have a tough time presenting themselves to you because the universe says to itself, why am I wasting that on you? Now, the opportunity that presented itself when I was much younger, like barely in my, you know, just coming into my mid, uh, mid thirties, so my early thirties was this home purchase, but that purchase would not have happened if I had been living in debt, had my credit cards racked up and didn't have an abundance mentality. I had already been on my own for a number of years. My parents helped me buy my first little townhouse when I broke up with my ex fiance. And I had been on my own um, for a number of years uh, with my son, a single mom. And that was a little different. I didn't own a place then. I, I, they helped me out. I lived on their 20 acres. We had property that we all lived on as a family. But eventually I wanted a little more out of my life. You know, my business was doing better. I, I just, I wanted off the property and this small little house that home I'd lived in and I wanted more. Okay, but if you want more, mindset has to change and you have to put things into effect to make those changes happen. So for me, it was always about living within my means and having savings. Everything was pretty much paid off. Did not carry credit card debt, did not take loans out on vehicles. Those things came later in life, don't get me wrong, but when I was younger and looking for opportunities, because I was looking for them when I was younger, business opportunities and you know not everything worked out so I'm gonna I'm not gonna get into a lot of detail here I'm going to literally broad stroke this but I took some chances I I made the best of some opportunities and sometimes you don't have to take big steps as long as they are steps in the right direction and detours are fine but I always had pretty much a good end goal in mind like I do still in my life today setbacks happen Failure happens. Without it, you do not learn. You do not know how to do better the next time. And I've been doing a darn good job of failing since my 20s. <laughs> and I say that with some pride now. I used to say it with a lot of shame and I do not anymore. Because if I didn't fail, I, wouldn't, I didn't try. So that just doesn't work for me at all. So I was very fortunate in the fact that I was raised with a good sense of money. So these particular opportunities are money oriented. That is not all opportunities. So I don't want you to get stuck on that particular thought in your head. I don't want you to immediately go there. But the bottom line is this particular opportunity was that way. I was presented with the opportunity to purchase my new boyfriend who we were dating and quite serious, the family home. We were, I believe we might've actually have already been engaged. Well, I had the ability to do that because I had been two years already trying to get out of the little townhouse my parents had helped me purchased and into something more what I would like for my lifestyle. My son was coming into those preteen years. I wanted a basement, that sort of thing. Uh, I just wanted a little more in my life. I wanted some amenities and these, I kept my eyes and ears opened. 
I put my feelers out in all sorts of different areas. In fact, I probably in a two year period put offers in maybe five or six different locations on pre-completion for townhomes, condos downtown as an investment, townhomes and such out in the lower mainland, just all sorts of things. I just always was like, what if, what if, looking at opportunities, always looking. If you don't look, you have nothing to choose from. Now, sometimes opportunities knocks you on the head like this vacation, which I'll explain in a few minutes. But in this particular point in my life, I had no debt. I had about $5,000 in a savings account. I owned a couple of, I, I may have told part of the story in a prior podcast. I owned a couple of assets like a jet ski, some toys that I sold, and I had another $5,000 sitting in another term, part of a life insurance policy. May not seem like a big deal, but it was a little life insurance policy on my son's life that had a savings component, and I never took the money out for a decade. I just paid the life insurance and had purchased it when he was born, and it was a whole life policy. Do you know what? Having that $15,000 at my fingertips within a moment's notice and being engaged to someone, and this is rather important in my particular situation, that had a T4 income so the bank would listen to him, because it didn't matter how successful you are 20 years ago as a woman, we were still quite sexist up here with the lending patterns and things like that. We were able to do this. And because it was his mother's home, you know, no real estate fees, got a very good fair price on it in an area that we knew was going to probably go up in value. Had we known how much it was going to go up, we would have never sold it. But you know what? Bird in hand. Sometimes the opportunities are smaller. Sometimes they're large. This took us to other opportunities. And on top of that, it had a rental suite. That was the most important thing. It was a large lot with a rental suite. So my husband, at the time we did not live together, he was able to live in a suite, we were able to rent one out, pay the mortgage, and Bob was our uncle. It was now a self-carrying thing. We got married a year later, and because that property carried itself, actually I didn't even realize I was gonna tell you this story, we went on our honeymoon, because we did not live in a place that we owned. We actually went back, believe it or not, to the family acreage for a short period of time when we were first married, that I lived in when I was a single mom, when I was very young, in my early 20s. So. We went on a honeymoon to Yukulit, where we owned that condo I mentioned, and bought our first little townhouse there that was inside of a, I think it was a Coast Hotel franchise, but the little condos and townhouses were owned and put into a rental pool. Again, it carried itself, but also that one did have a payment, but we treated it as our mortgage because we weren't paying a mortgage where we lived. Our first investment was self-contained. Renters and Keith lived in it. Then we put renters on both floors. Then we purchased the condo on, or the town, little town, little townhouse on the island, not our big condo. And these little things sort of snowballed for us. Don't need to go into a whole lot of where that went in the end. We got to, you know, we did four or five investments like that, built a custom built home. And we never would have been able to do that just going to work every day. Um, my husband doesn't make that kind of money in a sales job. We're not, you know, professional doctors or lawyers or, or that sort of thing. But we did very well investing and in taking the, the, most opportunities that we could but back to backing up if you do not have a mindset that will allow opportunities to present themselves they won't so let's fast forward to today don't need to go into a whole bunch of that one I think you kind of get the picture there we had the opportunity of this vacation it was offered to us as an idea last summer and 
we weren't sure. Those types of vacations are sort of out of our budget right now. We do a vacation in the early of the year again with friends. We go down and kind of have a free place to stay. We've been doing it for a number of years. The six of us have been friends forever. So it's a great group of people. We reconnect, the boys golf, and it's Super Bowl. Scottsdale, Arizona, it's just lovely. Well, that at the last minute fell through this year. And we were like, oh. And then the friends came to us a month later and said, hey, you know what? We really are thinking of taking this vacation. We've been offered this condo. Would you like to join us? Some people, and I have done this in the past in my life. For instance, I missed my friend Mark's wedding when I was much younger because I was a single mom and no money. And really, when I look back on that, I think I probably could have found the $300. I mean, we're talking 25 years ago, guys. But I didn't. And I've regretted that my whole life. He was at my wedding. He was my photographer, for crying out loud. He's still in my life today. Our children are all considered, you know, our aunts and uncles and cousins and stuff. And I've always regretted that because I've gone through many times in my life with that poverty mentality. And it's never, by the way, served me well. Every time I've slipped into that mode, there's been huge regret. Okay? So always try and have an open mind decide and choose and be open to the universe and what the opportunities they have to present to you so in the end we got to go to Puerto Vallarta for a week for airfare and WestJet is a local company that flies directly out of Vancouver it was very reasonable and we literally had a five-star experience there was a staff member in our condo you didn't even see her who came in she even did our dishes we felt guilty about that we're canadian it was like oh she can't be doing our dishes we'll clean up we we're eating every meal here people that own the place are a little quite wealthy and they probably eat out most of the time there was i don't think the oven had ever been used but we didn't one we were all people that enjoy cooking we enjoy good food didn't have the budget to be eating out to that tune of of every day and i have some eating issues so it's just easier to cook for myself but she was there bathrooms and bedrooms were all made up like we were in a hotel every day it was such a treat honestly it was i have such gratitude to this whole thing and then we had the four seasons five-star resort down at the end of our hill just an absolute riot so glad we went was it bad timing oh darn straight second week in april for me tax season year ends people's quarterly gst and pay it, i couldn't it couldn't have been a worse time to go away but when opportunities present themselves, you really have to stand back and say, can I make this work for me? And will this be a memory I'll take with me for life? Um, do the pros outweigh the cons? Can I make it work? So often we get caught up in the molehills and we make mountains out of them. And so much of life is missed. I was actually not speaking to my coach, but actually re-listening to my coaching call with him back in, from back in January. Thank heavens I did, because I missed all my homework. I obviously was not paying close enough attention. And I actually had a lot of homework to do, and I haven't done it yet. Which means my website for that he's trying to launch is not getting launched for high-functioning habits. And it's like, oh, i got to get that ebook written. So I'll be getting on that as quick as I can. But I was listening to him talk, and he as well was talking about opportunities and being open to change and what, you know, is, what can be offered out there. And I thought, I definitely have to speak on this. My biggest thing with this podcast is encouraging you to change your mind. That's actually what he was saying in the, sorry, in the, um, in the coaching session. It was the coaching, se coaching session that we had back in January where I changed the brand. And I know I've spoken on this a couple of times, talking about high-functioning habits and, and specializing in that sort of thing, facilitating people's change. 
we're not a life isn't about the result it's about how you're going to live when you get the result for instance if you're healthy how does that make your life look well getting healthy is a great end goal but when you're healthy what does that look like well it means I am doing more activities with my granddaughter. I will, in a few years, she's going to be a teenager. In five years, she'll be able to travel with me. And I'm so looking forward to that. I need to work more to be able to afford to travel that with her. I need to build my brand. I need to, you know, work on my alkaline ionized expertise because that's something I'm so very passionate about. These are the results of good health. Not that I get to sit here and be healthy. You want to be able to do something with that result. Well, having an open mind and being open to opportunities is exactly the same thought process. If you're open to opportunities, what do you get to do with that? Well, I just got to go to vacation on something that would have cost the average person $10,000. <laughs> that's what it costs to stay in that resort for a week. Even if we had not been in the private villa, the Four Seasons, that's what they charge for a week in this place. Did that for the cost of under $1,000 for airfare and food and, and alcohol. It was unbelievable. With amazing people. Amazing people. In a safe environment. There's another thing. It was lovely. I was able to, along with my fiancé at the time, purchase a home that opened every single door financially for us moving forward. Once we owned that home and had a credit rating with the bank, I worked with a banker that understood our dream. In fact, here's a little story. Here's what happens when you start practicing this. We went to renew our mortgage a few years back when we moved into this place three years ago. My regular listeners know that we had to move because I was ill and I, we needed a place that had a rental suite or we had to downsize. The universe supplied a beautiful large property with a rental suite, didn't have to downsize. Playing safe again, tell the bank, nope, don't need the mortgage, blah, blah, blah. She goes, oh yeah, no, you know what, Shelly, I know what you're saying. <laughs> I'm, I'm hearing you, she said, but we're just going to pre-approve you for this because I know you and Keith now after 10 years and you're always going to be up to something or looking for something. She said up to something and she's right. Oh my goodness, absolutely that is what's happened in this past year. But I had to laugh. We had shown such a long track record with her, her of almost 12 years, really. No, almost 15, because we built the house long after we had bought the first place and had bought the places on the island and had done investing long after. You know, we'd been together 15 years at that point. And I, I keep laughing because this person looked me in the eye and said, yeah, no, that's not how we're going to roll with this. She wanted to make sure that I always had the available funds for an opportunity. And thank heaven she did. Thank heaven she was having a little foresight at that particular moment because other opportunities have presented themselves. And I now I have a renovated home. I live in all of it. Students are here now instead of renters and my home is much more inclusive and I am certainly more happy. But you know what? There was three years of lots of learning, uh, lots of awareness, lots of growth. It's all just a journey. I could natter on about a hundred different opportunities in my life that go on and on, but I think I sort of have made the point this applies to anything in your life. So I guess perhaps the caution of this talk today is do not get yourself locked into such a box in your life, whether it be debt or negative thinking or poverty mentality or bitterness, blame, and my favorite one uh, being a victim that you cannot open yourself up to what the world has to offer. Opportunities do not present themselves to those that have no ability. 
You might not take the opportunity, but nine times out of 10 opportunities do not present themselves to people that have no ability of taking advantage of them. God in the universe just walks over to someone and says, here, you know what? This person might do something with this. Here you go. You may not like the way that sounds. Perhaps you absolutely don't believe in this at all. And if you don't, I'm very sorry, but it's kind of a proven thing that's worked over and over again for thousands of years. And if you've ever read the book, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, this pretty much sums that up. The Bible talks about it. The Bible is very open about being open, <laughs> very open to receiving blessings from God and in the secret law of attraction and in Napoleon Hill being open to opportunities. There is a reason the rich get richer because once they've got a basis and they've got the mentality, it isn't just about the money. In order to get money, you have to have an abundance mentality. Now, I'm not talking about the very, very rare that are born into it. Okay, let's not get silly. Don't compare yourself to the 0.1%. Compare yourself to the 10% that always seem to have something going on. Or some people that lose it all and they gain it all back because they have a mentality of an abundance and they're waiting for the next opportunity. That is a mindset. And by the way, it is a mindset you can practice. And it's something I am considering. I know I spoke in the fall about starting a course, an eight-week course, and I still am. The focus of it, I'm thinking, is just going to change because really that's what I want out of your life for you. I want you to have change. I want you to make up your mind to have high-functioning habits so that you are open to what the world has to offer you. Have a great day, everyone, and I'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you for joining me here today. And if you subscribe to my podcast, you won't miss a thing. Remember to focus on not living in regret. You can reach me on Twitter at livingwell8 or email me at livingwellwithshell at gmail.com. Let me know what you like best about today's podcast. Leave a review on iTunes or leave me a message on something you'd like me to speak on next. Have a great day, everyone.